Do you have any enemies? I know we never want to think of people that way, but is there a person you would be fine with not seeing again? This is Discipleship Week 4 from our summer series, and it's May 12th. Is there someone that pains you to even think about? If that person was in a crowd, you would avoid them, steer clear of them. Yes, that may be an enemy. And what are we to do with people that have hurt us or hurt people we love? How do we process the feelings we have? How can we forgive? Now, this week we learn how painful and destructive sin can be and also how to process it, how to forgive it. Now, at this point, you may want to check out of the conversation. Sometimes the hurt we experience can be so wounding, so wrenching, so traumatic that we don't even want to think about processing our feelings. I get that. It's going to hurt to forgive. Now, here's our scripture text for today. Genesis chapter 27, verse 32 to 37, and then down at verse 41. His father Isaac asked him, Who are you? I am your son, he answered, your firstborn, Esau. Isaac trembled violently and said, Who was it then that hunted game and brought it to me? I ate it just before you came, and I blessed him, and indeed he will be blessed. When Esau heard his father's words, he burst out with a loud and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me, me too, my father. But he said, Your brother came deceitfully and took your blessing. Esau said, Isn't he rightly named Jacob? This is the second time he has taken advantage of me. He took my birthright, and now he's taken my blessing. Then he asked, Haven't you reserved any blessing for me? Isaac answered Esau, I have made him lord over you, and have made all his relatives his servants, and I have sustained him with grain and new wine, so what can I possibly do for you, my son? Esau held a grudge against Jacob because of the blessing his father had given him. He said to himself, The days of mourning for my father are near, then I will kill my brother Jacob. Now, this is what Scripture tells us happened when Esau appeared before his father Isaac to receive the blessing he deserved as the firstborn son. Here's the backstory Even while in the womb with his twin brother, Esau wrestled with him. He was born with Jacob clutching his heel, trying to get the first place in the family. Along the way, Esau made his mistakes for sure. He sold his birthright to Jacob for stew one day. When he was so famished, he thought he might die. Now as Isaac neared death and had lost his vision, Jacob dressed up like his brother Esau and tricked his father into giving him the blessing reserved for Esau. Esau arrived after bringing back some game and making a meal for his father. He thought he would receive his father's blessing, but it had already been stolen by Jacob. There's a reason Jacob has the name cheater and liar. Jacob has always been that. And now he has received all that Isaac had left to give, his blessing. How many of us have felt the sting of betrayal, 
someone we love has used the close position they have with us, a position we provided to them to put a knife in our back. They pulled us close only to gain an advantage. Likely, you know the feeling. What are you going to do with that? Now, first we're told that Esau burst out with a loud and bitter cry. It was so exasperating what Jacob did that he sounded like a wounded animal. It must have been a heart-rending cry. Later, Esau boiled with an anger that wanted revenge. The poison and fury welled up in him. Esau knew his dad wouldn't live forever, and then Jacob would get what was coming to him. He'd get his comeuppance. Now, as we read the story, these are feelings we can identify with. We've been duped and used and then left with a seething anger. Esau brooded with anger for years afterward. So how can we learn the way of forgiveness? This is what we learn from our main text from this week. First, we do not actually forgive by minimizing the offense. This is not a real forgiveness, but a setting aside of what has happened. Forgiveness must take into account the depth of the sin, the betrayal, the disappointment, and the heartache. Before the flood, the Lord said that he saw the wickedness on earth and he grieved. You might say that God was heartbroken over the way humankind had come to live. A second, we come to realize that sin is relational. We certainly see that with Jacob and Esau. The theft of the blessing created a rift between the brothers and they went separate ways. Yes, Esau came to forgive Jacob, but they were never close after that. The relationship was severed, and this is what takes place between us and and God. A wide chasm opens between us, and we feel this distance. There's no breaking. There is a breaking of the moral law, but there's also this relational rift that results as well. We have no way to heal this, to remove the distance. Now, as we're learning about discipleship in this series, receiving forgiveness from God opens the way for us to be able to forgive others. There's no future for us without forgiveness. We'll always be estranged and at a distance from each other. Where is forgiveness needed in your life? How can the cross of Jesus and the forgiveness that God offers bridge the distance between us and God and also us with each other? Let's pray. Lord God, you know how much we struggle with forgiveness, how we're tempted to hold on to grudges, how we want to settle debts. Remind us in the forgiveness you provide through Jesus, there's healing and there's life. Enable us to forgive as we have been forgiven. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.